the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast, and uh, it is a, an exercise in futility. Every Kick the field Friday. goal! Well, kick yeah, last night, all, that's all they do. That's all they had to do was kick the damn field goal. A.J. Green uh, was on a siesta, apparently, mentally, uh, not even prepared, not even on the same page with Kyler Murray and a brilliant play by the Green Bay Packers DB, uh, who was Johnny on the spot, uh, who was able to juggle it, uh, secure the football to get his feet down as it was a loser, womp, womp, uh, as Arizona falls from the ranks of the unbeaten. However, we went four of five on our featured wagers yesterday here on on the podcast so that was a good start to the week so lundy let's hopefully keep the good times rolling my man and again here is the exercise in futility i was uh referencing is a five leg parlay Ooh. that's always odds boosted 25 percent at DraftKings sportsbook uh in college football which is what that fine book offers every single week i, I think i've maybe hit one of these the entire season hey and you're I'm- doing better than me i'm over well, yeah, uh, we'll see if I can win, and if you tell me, maybe you'll win as well. So here are the five legs, part of the Saturday parlay, and I use some alt lines, some money lines. So if you see or hear a line uh, where it's not identical to the line that's actually being offered on the surface, it's an alt line, which you can parlay together uh, to try to get you better odds in the end. But anyway, here we go. Leg one, Michigan State. Give me plus nine at home in East Lansing. Going up against the rival Michigan Wolverines. Give me the under on 40.5. The total in Iowa and Wisconsin. Uh, that is an alt total, by the way. Give me Clemson on the money line. Just went straight up at home against Florida State. And a disappointing year for the Tigers, but I think they'll hold home court there. Give me Penn State. Yes, after losing in nine overtimes and possibly to my inferior Illini at home, but I'm going to outline this one to plus 24 and a half at the Ohio State. And then on the late night tip, give me Utah to win straight up on the money line against UCLA. One, two, three, four, five. All those hit plus 602. What do you say, Lundy? Which which leg uh, are you fearing the most on this All Hallows Eve weekend that uh, is going to stab me in the back? Here in the end on this five-leg parlay and boosted 25% at DraftKings Sportsbook. The one that has me the most concerned is Sparty. Um, the plus nine because, yes, they're at home. Uh, I get it. Going up, you got the rivalry game. You're going against Michigan. But I don't know, man. I might have to alt that one uh, even higher because I could totally see Michigan State falling flat on their face <laughs> in this right. contest. Right. Um, but my favorite, by the way, of your picks because, Brad, there are certainties in life. One of them, coffee makes you poop. The second one <laughs> is the under in Big Ten games, um, especially anything involving Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, that has been very profitable. So I love the under. I like that you outlined it up just a little bit from where the spread was. But um, I, there have been so many Big Ten games that have tucked underneath that 40 total. That That's my favorite that you put in there. If I were feeling on shaky ground, though, it's that Michigan-Michigan State pick. Otherwise, I think the rest is pretty solid. Let's see if you can take advantage of that boost. Oh, fingers and toes crossed. Don't do me dirty, gambling guys it'll probably come down to that utah game and then i'll have to hedge and a little, little bit of action on ucla to take that game straight up but hopefully make some money in the end with that let's get to it on this football friday edition of the pod with another 
Fade five. Number five. All right, London, we got all kinds of props, props, and more player props. Uh, again, it was a profitable Thursday night uh, affair for us in the desert. Uh, let's hopefully uh, keep our mouths quenched here uh, with some of these offerings. Uh, first one up. Revenge game! Give me an anytime touchdown for Hunter Henry at plus 240 at tape time at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you shop around, uh, that that is uh, extraordinary because some of the books I've seen are well south of 200 in this category. Really where the line should be because Henry has scored in four straight games, Lundy. Now, he's only got five red zone targets in the entire year. So when Mac Jones lines up in the the crosshairs near the chalk – chances are it's going to be for six. Uh, He's only got 13.1% of the target charity. Look at the Chargers. Uh, The area of vulnerability for them is defending the tight end position, giving up six receptions per game, 79.3 yards per game, five touchdowns to plus-size targets. So Hunter Henry to score a touchdown, spike one there for six at plus 240. Oh, I get seduced by that juice. Are you buying and are you driving down uh, narrative street in this likely revenge game for the former bolt i am all about this one and in fact i would have been happy if it was like plus 160 plus 175 or higher so if you're going to get it that juiced up to the positive for a guy that has you know it what does james connor do he's he scores touchdowns just like chris carter you do the same thing with hunter henry what does he do he scores touchdowns the red zone targets he takes full advantage of them um and i think it's i think you got a really good shot of it happening again and if you're going to get those kind of plus odds um take it straight up and maybe even take this one you know we talk about you know parlaying up a couple of player props every now and then to try to get something that's juiced way down uh, into positive territory. This could be one that you could play throughout the weekend because if you think he's going to get that touchdown, put it with some other stuff and fix the juice. No doubt about it. Put it in for six, Henry, and make us some cash. Number four. All right, let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts and Tennessee Titans matchup. Uh, One of the marquee tilts on the week eight NFL docket and give me the horse the stallion of the Colts uh that is one Jonathan Taylor on the over 68 and a half rush yards I think the show pony is going to win a uh here this one pull this one from DraftKings by the way at minus 115 uh this line is way too suppressed doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me uh he is RB3 in yards after contact per attempt on the season at 4.02 inside the top 10 a total missed tackle percentage at 20 even he's gone over the century mark in three of his last four games and he Look at the Titans. Um, you know, look, they did a great job against Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes and that downward spiraling team in general. Uh, but they've given up 4.59 yards per carry to the running back position. You got Quentin Nelson back in the trenches, tossing cats around. So, Taylor, if he gets, you know, anywhere north of, say, 16 rush attempts, uh, I think he is going to smash the over here. Probably going to finish with at least 80 yards and a likely touchdown as well. So, fade or follow. Jonathan Taylor in a battle of behemoth backs as he's going on toe-to-toe against Derrick Henry over 68 and a half rush yards minus 115 at DraftKings. Well, and I get the idea of why they've got this um, suppressed just a little bit, because obviously he only had 64. I, first of all, I hate the fact that these two teams will have already knocked out their two games against each other this season, uh, and we're only in week eight, uh, because this is these are the two teams in this division. I wish that this second battle between the two of them were later in the year, because there probably would be a decent amount on the line. But with Taylor only having 64 when they played the first time, but that was only on 10 carries. They've got to give him the ball more in this game. I'm with you. I think he's got to have 13. 
13, 14, 15 carries at least. And if he can stay even within sniffing distance of the type of productivity that he had against the Titans the first go round, then yes, I, I think he gets up over this number and I think he gets to 75 plus. So yeah, let me lock and load this one at 68 and a half. I think that that's going to be part of uh, the game script for the Colts here is keep the ball on the ground uh, and and just ground and pound against this Titans team. Yeah. Make that horse witty back and giddy up. John the Taylor. Number three. All right, let's go to the profit uh, machine. That is Jamar Chase just spitting out. It's an ATM, $100 bills every single week. If you bet on the longest yards over for a catch, uh, which this week it, it crept up, Lundy. Uh, you know, I've been sitting at like 25 and a half for much of the year. It was 26 and a half last week. Oh, went up uh, un yardo uh, to 27 and a half against the Jets. And I'm still taking the over because he obliterates this seems, every week. Uh, it doesn't seem like every week. It's actually been every week. Uh, and here's what he has done for longest catch in each of his first uh, seven NFL games. 50, 42, 34, 44, 70, 53, 82. Not even remotely close to this 27 and a half line. Uh, the Jets have given up 21 receptions of 20 plus yards. They've also given up three bombs of 40 plus and 7.71 pass yards per attempt. So uh, again, I am not going to jump off this train until it derails and falls into a deep, dark ravine, which I don't think is going to happen. So fade or follow, Jamar Chase does it again over 27 and a half yards, longest catch, uh, and just minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You keep making this bet, people, until it bucks you. This is what we told you like back in week two. Here's what's crazy. We, you and I talked about, we've talked about Henry Ruggs, we've talked about Chase, we've talked about Cooper Cup, we've talked about Emmanuel Sanders, all these guys that we go after this longest reception prop on. And if folks, go go back and check the tape. Uh, if you go back and listen to this pod, we told you that in a 17-game season, Jamar Chase is going to probably go over, let's call it uh, 11 out of the 17 games, maybe 12 out of the 17 games. And if you're a better, you're going to take that all day long. Yeah. So you're going to keep making this bet because, as Brad said, for seven weeks in a row, he has done it. Even if for some reason the Jets keep him from being able to do it, maybe they somehow do it this weekend. I'm telling you right now, you dust yourself off and you get back in the saddle and we do it again in his next game. So just take this one, keep betting it, take it while it's at minus 110 juice and trust us, even if it misses in a week, we are going to turn around and get right back on this bet. Amen on that. And with that, stick around for our top plays in the NFL Plus bonus time. Number two. All right, Lundy, uh, let's get back after with the pigskin, and we're going to crack it out for one James Robinson. And I'm going to take the over on 21 and a half receiving yards. Uh, minus 110. Pull this one from Caesars Sportsbook. Uh, this is an auto bet for any running back with adept hands against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Hawks have allowed 50 receptions and 495 yards uh, through the air to the running back position. So uh, just doing the simple math on that, that is 70.7 yards per game that they have allowed to pass-catching running backs. A number of guys have gone over this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight in total in seven contests. 
have achieved the over on this. And James Robinson is a guy uh, who is, you know, he's running right around 20 routes per game. If this game were to go negative at all, I don't see that being likely. I could see actually Jackson win this thing outright. But, I mean, he could crush this on just a couple of receptions, uh, knowing how the flat uh, uh, Seattle just refuses to defend it. So I think I'm going to follow the trend here. I'm going to follow the three down and ultra versatile skill set of James Robinson. Uh, and bank on and over here. I think in the end, it's probably four or five receptions for north of 30 yards uh, in a game in which, again, I think the Jags could win straight up there on the road. So, fade or follow, James Robinson over 21 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 at Caesar Sportsbook. Let me ask you a question. Would you say that James Robinson, forget Jonathan Taylor, I'm I'm okay with that. Would you say James Robinson is on par with Naheem Hines? Would you say he's on par with Alexander Madison? Would you say he's on par? I know that this guy, we love this guy. Would you say that at least right now he's on par with Najee Harris? Because all three of those dudes crushed this number, okay? Take this. Seattle can't stop anybody, including the running back. It is not one of those things where, oh, it was one bad game that they had because they were you know getting beat up by Alvin Kamara yeah Kamara went for a buck 28 but these other dudes are beating this number too James Robinson's going to take care of this he'll have it probably by the third quarter bet the over on this one you'll make some cash and you can turn around and lose it during Sunday night football you know <laughs> which seems guaranteed however we may have a wager coming up right now number one yes and we do have a wager coming up right now in regards to sunday night football because the dallas cowboys are heading to minnesota and this one is a head scratcher lundy i am taking the over and i am breaking out the uh, the old sledgehammer on this over on dalvin cook uh, the wolfgang puck of running backs 18 and a half rush attempts, minus 105 on that over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, when Davin Cook is healthy, he's getting 20 carries or more in a game. It, it's a virtual lock. It's practically guaranteed. Uh, I think Minnesota is going to be highly competitive in this game. I don't think they're going to get blown out of the building. We'll see if Dak Prescott can go. More than likely, he's going to be able to suit up with that tender calf. Uh, but Cook is a money man uh, in this category. In two of three games in which he was at full strength, uh, he has sailed past this proposed total, uh, a guy that's forcing a missed tackle 20.9% of the time. And you look at Dallas, you can run them. They, you know, their phrase that really uh, best applies to them and describes his defense is, Ben, don't break. You know, they've only given up 66 rush yards per game of the running back position on the ground, but they've allowed 4.45 yards per carry to the position. So I think in the end, you know, it's going to be the customary 20 to 25 rush attempts for Dalvin Cook. A little early bonus time as well. I locked in an over on 79 and a half rush yards as well to synergize, correlate, bring it together on this offering again at DraftKings. So fade or follow Dalvin Cook over 18 and a half rush attempts. Love to see it. Minus 105 at DK. Not a single back has done this this season against the Cowboys. I know. Not a single one. Damian Harris had 18. Uh, let's see. Uh, Devontae Booker still in the league. Really? Uh, did that <laughs> in the game against uh, the game against the Giants. But look, that, that this is the 
this is the recipe for Minnesota to be able to stay in this game, and that is to give the ball to Dalvin Cook because you brought up a really important stat, and I'm glad you did because if you didn't, I was going to do it. 4.45. That's the average they're giving up on the carries, and believe me, Minnesota knows that, and they also know they've got their guy that can get some yak. So I think that they'll give the ball to Dalvin Cook. He will wind up being the first guy against Dallas this season to have 20-plus carries, and I think that's a big way that they're going to stay in this game. So I agree with you. I think this is part of the script, and I think that he will get up over this number, and I also like the correlation with the rushing yards. All right, let's get to it. I've got a multitude of additional wagers to make here, so bonus time. Lundy, what else you got on your card this weekend? You don't have more to be able to get to in the pod. You just need us to stop talking so you can get back to your computer and start making more bets. Forget the pod. That's actually valid. All right, we got World Series game three tonight. Just quickly, I'll take Atlanta at home. I think these teams are going to keep splitting these games. I think that it's going to continue to be the matchup. I'm going to take Atlanta on the money line, but I also like the under in this game because, folks, remember, we are in Atlanta, which means there is no DH, uh, and I think that that is going to suppress this total just a little bit. Wouldn't surprise me to see a game uh, that finishes finishes up at like 4-2, to 4-3 to three type thing, so give me the under on the 8.5 runs. I got a three-legger for you. Straight money line in hockey tonight on the ice. Take Carolina, Washington, and Vegas, all of them on the money line, uh, all of them, especially uh, Carolina and Washington, heavy favorites. But you put all three of those together, I got a plus 170 for you. And, Brad, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the world's largest cocktail party, Georgia taking on Florida in Jacksonville tomorrow in college football. Uh, Yeah, Florida can't hang. I will take Georgia and I will spot you the 14 points because I think the Bulldogs are going to make uh, are going to make handbags and boots out of those Gators. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, entirely legitimate there uh, based on that one. I, I, I could back you on that. I probably should have included that one, maybe at a, at a reduced or an alt line on the UGA. Go dogs uh, in that matchup against uh, U of F. All right, uh, I've got a host of additional NFL player props that I've got. Again, you can follow my spreadsheet uh, at Noisy Huevos to get all my latest bets there. Uh, give me uh, Zach Moss anytime touchdown at plus 130. I think he's going to be able to cross the chalk in a very favorable matchup against the Miami Dolphins, uh, who rank inside the top six and most fantasy points a lot of the position. Much of that production coming uh, with guys finding the end zone. Carson Wentz, give me the over 1.5 passing touchdowns at plus 100. He has done this in four straight games, folks. And I think that game against Tennessee has got a lot of pew, 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 shootout appeal. Uh, give me Elijah Mitchell over 69 and a half. Nice. Uh, rush yards against my Chicago Bears, who are down Khalil Mack. On top of that, uh, Chicago's given up 4.64 yards per carry, 108.8 rush yards per game uh, to the running back position. Five guys have gone over this, and Mitchell's gone over it in two of his first four NFL games. Same game, different name. Give me Khalil Herbert over 64 and a half rush yards and possibly in a 35 to three loss last week against Tampa. Yes, the vaunted Tampa front. Uh, he hit the century mark on the ground. He's going to continue to be the centerpiece. No, I'm not worried that Damian Williams is going to be back at 100% after uh, a bout of COVID. I still think Khalil Herbert's going to carry the mail here. And last and certainly not least, let's go back to Sunday night football. Tony Pollard over uh, the line is uh, reduced from 40 and a half to 38 and a half on the rush yards. I don't get it. Uh, you know, Tony Pollard has gone over 40 and a half and five straight with Dak not exactly 100 percent. I think you're going to get a ton of the one two punch on the ground for the boys of Zeke Elliott and Pollard. Pollard RB 70 yards after contact per attempt, RB 14 yards created per touch, force and missed tackle 21.4 percent of the time. And Minnesota giving up 4.64 yards per carry. I think it's uh, 10 to 12 carries north of 60 yards 
in the end. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter. At Nate Lundy, follow me there at Noisy Clavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? Happy Halloween! And until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.